The storm was coming. Far away, across the sea and the sand, across the scrub along the coast and the fields inland, across the ruins and the settlements, and the many places where humanity had failed to retain their claim upon the earth. From beyond the divide, with its dark watchers and restless shadows, along age-worn valleys and flattened hills, out of the depths of the desert where it was called, the storm gathered speed and power and swept unchecked from the north. Like a living thing, a creature of untamable will, It rolled on its thunderous belly across the land, scouring hills bare with its furious winds, stabbing tongues of lightning at anything daring to stand upright, smothering all thoughts of resistance beneath the weight of its shadow. In its wake, it left a trail of destruction. It was coming. It couldn't be turned back. Indefatigable, unstoppable, relentless, Its purpose was simple and its destination plain. The storm was coming for its maker. Sal jerked awake with a gasp. The storm! It was coming for him! He had woken it from its rest in the dry wastelands surrounding the nine stars. They had to get away before it reached the caravan. He blinked. A cursory glance at his surroundings revealed that he was no longer in the caravan at all. He was sleeping on a real bed, clutching thin sheets in his fists and surrounded by stone walls. There was a single, wide air vent with a metal grill across it in the high ceiling, and the floors were made of polished wood. A mirror glowed on one wall, as though reflecting starlight, buzzing faintly with the change. Under that silver glow he had fallen asleep almost as soon as his head had hit the pillow. It came back to him in a rush. His arrival in the haunted city in the middle of the night, full of dread at what awaited him. This was the place where his parents had met, but he harbored no sentimental thoughts concerning that. It was also the place where his mother died, and where his real father lived. The thought of meeting Hyson Spar, a man he knew nothing about, except that he had hunted his wife across the strand, stolen her away from her lover and child, and imprisoned her against her will so she died of a broken heart, sent waves of apprehension through Sal's body. The syndic, his great-aunt, had him in her clutches now. He might have felt relieved that she had not been at the dock to greet him had he not been so weak from seasickness at the time. Her absence only delayed the inevitable. He had been imprisoned the moment the solid door of the room had shut behind him, as surely as though he'd been thrown into a cell. Not that he had felt free at any point during the long journey from Ulam. The band around his left wrist took care of that. Sweat cooled on his skin, making him shiver. He forced his hands to loosen their grip on the sheets, still feeling the fury of the storm in his dream the single-minded determination of it as it roared across the parched land. Three times in the last week he had had the nightmare. If that meant anything, he couldn't work out what it was. Why should he be afraid of something coming out of the interior, out of the past, when what lay ahead of him was far worse? It was reality he should be worrying over in his sleep, not dreams.'